0: On today's Kids' Corner, the gang is about to lose a very good friend.
1: Scooter, is everything all right? How is Mr. Gladhand?
2: Uh, Not very good. He's in the hospital in intensive care. They're pretty sure he's going to die.
0: Stay tuned.
4: You know, one of the most amazing things about being alive is that there are days that start out normal but can end up changing your life forever. That's something that Liz and the gang experienced on a seemingly typical Saturday not long ago. It all started when Liz agreed to do a favor for his mother and take some old clothes to Scooter's house. Oh,
1: man, I don't see why I have to carry this stuff halfway across town.
2: Hey, Liz, Uh, what are you doing here?
1: uh, I'm delivering hand-me-downs for my mom. Hey, Scooter, what's going on with the ambience
2: across the street? Uh, I don't know. I think Mr. Gladhand is sick. What? My mom is over there helping. Mr. Gladhand? Uh-huh. I know him. He goes to our church.
1: What's the matter with him?
2: I don't know. Maybe he fell down and broke his hip. Oh, no. Old people do that.
1: Yeah, and I really like Mr.
2: Gladhand. Yeah.
1: Every time a kid at church has a birthday, he
2: gives him a $2 bill. Oh, he gives me $2 bills, too. <laughs> I hope it's nothing really serious. More serious than a broken hip? Well, yeah. I mean, come on. What if it's a heart attack? Wow. That is more serious. Yeah. You could die from those. I know. Oh, that would be bad. Uh-huh. Mr. Gladhand is my favorite neighbor.
1: Oh man, I've known him my whole life. I can't imagine going to church and not seeing him
2: there. Uh, do you ever think about that kind of stuff? What kind of stuff? You oh, know. What dying? Uh, you, you mean like me dying? Yeah, I just want to know, Liz. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean what if something happened to us today? Yeah. Like, like, like a huge elephant came and squashed us, what? or a meteor landed on the town? What would really happen to us when we die? Do you know, Liz?
1: I've always believed that when you die, you go to heaven, and that was enough for me. But it's apparently not enough for you,
2: huh? Not really, no.
1: All right, then. Come on, Scooter, follow me. Where? To go find someone who can tell us more uh, who? Grandpa Anoli. Come on, let's go. All right.
4: Liz and Scooter tried calling Grandpa, but there was no answer, so they headed off to his farm. Meanwhile, Lucille was having a life-changing day of her own, and again, it started in the most usual of ways. In this case, she was out shopping with her Aunt Wilma, her favorite aunt. Are you sure that's the color sweater you want, Lucille?
3: Oh, absolutely, Auntie. Pastel Peach is the in-shade right now.
5: <laughs> well, far be it for me to keep you out of the in-shade.
3: I have always had the best time with you. Oh,
5: you only say that because I buy you strange colored sweaters and ice cream.
3: No. Well, well yes. yes. <laughs> but also because you're so much fun. Oh. It's like being with a great friend and not my mom's sister. Well,
5: I feel the same way about you. Uh, aside from your taste in sweater colors, you have some very nice qualities and I hope you'll still feel the same way about me after I tell you what I need to tell you. Tell me what? What 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 is it? I'm I'm going away, Lucille. I'm gonna be a missionary in Finistan.
3: <laughs> you see this is what I'm talking about. No one jokes with me like you do. <laughs> um, um you're you're serious, are you? <laughs> yeah I am but, Mm -hmm. boy, it's like on the other side of the world.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I know.
3: When do you leave?
5: Next week. Next week? So soon? Yeah, I'm afraid so, sweetie. Why didn't you tell me before this? Well, I really didn't know about it myself until a couple of days ago. That's when I got the call to go.
3: You got a call? Somebody called you about this?
4: Well, yes, Lucille. Hmm. God did. While Lucille was getting her sad news, Liz and Scooter decided to cut through the park on their way to Grandpa Anoli's.
1: Grandpa will give us some solid
2: footage. <laughs> whoa, Whoa! whoa, whoa. Oh, Ow. whoa. Ow. Did you Ow. mean to do that, Liz? Oh, Scooter, of
1: course not. Ow. I slipped on something. Oh, Liz! You're ruining my experiment. Cammy. you're ruining my backside. Kindly Ow. and instantly extricate yourself from my monoclonaliton. Kind of uh, I
2: don't think you should be talking like that, Cammy.
1: I just told him to get off the grass. Quickly, Liz. Come on, Cammy, it's just grass. No, it's a special grass I created in my garage. Oh,
2: you created grass?
1: I make several Gosh, different seeds from the family liliopsida to get what we have here. Oh.
2: Grass. That's great. Cammy. Uh, uh, hey, Liz. What? Maybe we should ask her. What? Uh, you heard how she talks. <coughs> She's smart. Uh, she might have a good idea about dying and well, stuff. Well, you mean... know,
1: whispering is highly impolite. I'm sorry. If you sorry. have something to say, you should speak with ample volume so others around you can hear. Okay, it. okay, Cammy. All right.
2: We were talking about death. Death?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, what do you think happens to us when we die?
1: Hmm. Interesting topic. What made you think of it?
2: My neighbor, Mr. Gladhand?
1: The fellow who hands out $2 birthday bills? Uh Yeah, an ambulance is at his house right now. We're afraid he might be really sick. Maybe dying. Oh, which led naturally to your inquiry. Well, Lucille and I have broached the subject in our discussions of religion, but not in depth.
2: We're on our way to ask Grandpa Anoli about it.
1: But we'd love to hear what you think, too. Oh, yeah. You must understand that I operate from the rigid discipline of the scientific method, which requires empirical evidence. Yeah, empirical evidence.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: For a theory to be provable, it must be testable. And since life after death is not a testable theory, I am left with no choice but to be skeptical. Uh, What does all that mean? Uh, I think it means she doesn't believe in heaven. Uh, I didn't say I didn't believe in the hereafter. I said there is no empirical evidence for it. it. Or God, either, for that matter. Come on, kid. The only hard evidence we have for what happens after death is that our bodies decay. Ew, decay? Certainly. Even the Bible says, from dust we were formed, and to dust we shall return. Oh. Uh, doesn't it? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Sure.
2: So, after we die, we become dust. Uh... Great.
1: It's oh, the on, only me. explanation that makes sense from a scientific point of view. Now, wait a minute, both of you. There's more to it than that. Neither of you seem to like my answer. Well, Cammy, that's because your answer really isn't an answer. What you're really saying is just that you don't believe anything happens after we die. Until I have evidence, that is correct. See? Do you think Grandpa nulli will tell you something different? Well, man, I
4: sure hope so. As Liz Scooter and Cammie continued on to Grandpa's farm, Aunt Wilma and a very quiet Lucille drove home. Well, here we
3: are. Oh yeah, thanks for the sweater
5: and the ride. I better get inside now. Lucille, stop. I need to know what you're feeling here.
3: What I'm feeling. What I'm feeling. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I'm I'm feeling lots of things. Um I'm I'm I'm, I'm upset. I'm angry! Oh, honey. I'm scared, too, because they have earthquakes out there and everything.
5: Aren't you afraid something might happen to you? Well, of course it's crossed my mind, Lucille. But the missionary agency does everything they can to take care of me. And I'm trusting God to be with me, too.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. But, you know, that doesn't make me feel any better. I know. What am I supposed to do, Aunt Wilma? I mean, now who am I going to talk to? You
5: have great friends, Lucille. And a great mom, too. I
3: know, but they're not you. No. My best friend is Liz, a boy. I can't talk (laughs) to girl stuff to him. And my mom. My mom.
5: Yeah, she's mom. Yeah. We can still talk, Lucille. Wow. Through emails, phones, letters, and I'll be back on breaks, too.
3: Oh, great. So I'll just be sure and save all of my life problems for your breaks.
5: Lucille. I
3: know, but it's not the same without you being here.
5: I know that. But, Lucille, this work is very important.
3: I know. You told me. You're a nurse. And the Finneys need nurses and doctors and hospitals and medicine. I get
5: that. Yes, they need all of those things. But they need something else even more. Yeah? They need to learn about Jesus, Lucille. Mm-hmm. They need to know about his love, and they need someone to tell them about him. And that, that someone is you. Yes.
3: You know, it, it's just... it's just that... Just that What? It's just that I need you, too.
5: Oh, sweetheart.
4: <laughs> As Lucille and Aunt Wilma talked, Liz, Scooter, and Cammy passed by Big Daddy-O's soda shop. Scooter peered in the window and saw... Oh, hey,
2: look at Spike. Where? Uh,
4: back booth. Spike was mid-mutant shooting when Liz and Scooter rushed up.
2: Die, you mutant.
0: Die, die, die. Hey, Spike. Aw, what, what? Oh, man. Oh, lazy! Distracted me. Now I'm dead.
2: Oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry.
0: Oh, that looked
1: like a high score too.
0: Yeah, it was. Thanks. Is there
2: a phone in here? I want to get an update from my mom. Oh yeah,
1: Scooter. It's back by the counter. Oh, okay, thanks.
2: Update on what?
1: Mr. Gladhand.
0: Yeah, the two dollar bill guy.
1: One and the same. Yeah, there was an ambulance at his house this morning. Yeah. We're afraid he might be really sick.
0: Oh man. I hope nothing happens mm, to him. Yeah.
1: Scooter and I were talking about Mr. Gladhand, and Scooter wondered what happens to us when we die. That's right. Yeah, crazy. we gotta
0: get that boy a hobby. <laughs>
1: so, what do you think? Uh, about what? About what happens to you when we die. I just reset the game and play again. <sighs> like this. Fine. Not when you're playing a video game, when you really die. Well, uh,
0: you know, suppose we... Uh,
1: yeah.
0: I guess... uh <laughs> You know, that is, uh... (laughs) Yeah,
1: you don't know. I don't
0: know. I mean, I don't think about it. Although, maybe my first answer isn't all that bad.
1: What? You think the afterlife is like a video game? Well, why not?
0: I mean, you get hurt, you die, and then you get over it and start again. Oh, come on. How do you start again? You become someone else.
1: You mean reincarnation?
0: Yeah, whatever, if that's what it's called. Oh,
1: come on, Spike. I don't agree with that at all.
0: Well, I don't know. I... I don't think about dying all that much.
1: You die 20 times
0: a day playing video games. Yeah, but that's not real dying. Wow. Real dying is morbid, it's spooky.
6: Oh, the little baby's scared. Oh, joy. Skink mm. is here. I've been listening to your whole conversation. That's rude. Is all you doing? afraid of the big, bad, buggity, deaf man?
1: <laughs> I believe his proper designation is the Grim uh-huh. Reaper.
0: Yeah, and I take it you're not scared of dying, Skink.
1: Do I look like I'm scared? Wow. Well,
0: I'm young. I'm healthy,
6: uh, I'm strong, yeah. and I got the toughest friends in town. That's right. Why should I be scared?
1: Well, because it's going to happen to you sooner or later, that's yes. why. In my case,
6: a lot later. I oh,
1: hope so. Meanwhile, I plan on
6: having plenty of good times. So
1: you don't care at all about what happens to you when you die? Nah,
6: what difference does it make? I figure out I'll find out about it when it happens. Yeah.
0: Me too.
1: Yeah. That actually makes sense from a scientific point of view as well. Well, maybe. But what if you find out that what happens when you die depended on what you did while you were alive? What? Mm. Well, what if what you do when you're living decides what happens to you after you're dead? But again, that would presuppose that something actually <laughs> does happen to us uh-huh. after we die. All right. Let's suppose, for the sake of argument, that it does. All right.
0: Well, then you better make sure you're doing the right stuff while you're living, right? Uh, You're just trying to mess with my head, aren't you,
6: Lizarardo?
1: (laughs) As much fun as messing with your head is, Kate. (laughs) No, I'm not. We're all just trying to find the right answers, which is why I think we need to keep going to Grandpa Noly's. Well, then what are we waiting for? You mean you're
0: coming, too? Huh? Some reason
6: why I shouldn't?
1: Well, no, not at all, Skink. You're welcome to join us. We're just waiting for Scooter. Hey,
6: here he comes. Come on, squirt, move, it. I ain't got all day here.
1: Uh, Scooter, is everything all right? How is Mr. Gladhand? Uh,
2: not very good, He's in the hospital oh, no. in intensive care. What? They're pretty sure he's going to die.
4: After receiving the bad news about Mr. Gladhand, Liz, Scooter, Cammy, Skink, and Spike all walked on over to Grandpa Anoli's house. They quickly explained their problem to him.
7: What happens to you when you die, huh? Yes, sir. That is one serious question. Yeah. Mind if I ask what brought this on? Uh, My neighbor, Mr. Gladhand,
2: was taken away in an ambulance this morning. He's in the hospital, Grandpa. They think he's going to die.
7: That is sad news. I should call his wife.
2: Uh, Anyway, I was wondering what happens after we die? I said that since there is
1: no empirical evidence for heaven, mm -hmm. we simply return to the dust from which we were formed.
0: And I said we start over again. You know, like in a video game. Mm. Yeah,
1: reincarnation.
6: Mm. And I'm the only one here honest enough to say that I don't know, and I'll find
7: out when I die. Mm -hmm. What about you, Liz?
1: Well, I said we go to heaven, but Scooter asked a lot more questions, and I didn't really have any answers for him. Ah,
7: I see. Well, this is an important question, and you all should know the answer to it. Some folks think since you're so young, you don't need to worry about dying yet. That's what I thought before this morning. Only natural. Life is like a long trip. You're all just starting out, so you're not really thinking about where you're going to end up.
1: So you're saying we need to be sure of our destination before we arrive? Well,
7: it's only logical, isn't it? Makes
1: sense. I suppose that is if there is an actual destination.
7: Oh, there is. In fact, there's not just one, but two. Two? (gasps) That's right. You see, you don't have to wait until you die to find out where you're going to go. Everyone's going to end up in one of these two places. What are they?
2: Yeah. yeah.
7: Well, the first is the one Liz mentioned. Heaven. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, so when we die, we go to
2: heaven. Yeah. Wow. The
7: Christians will go to heaven, Scooter. Yeah. Those who believe in Jesus as their Savior and have committed their lives to him.
1: And if you're not a Christian?
7: Uh, well, then you go to the second place. Yeah. We don't like to talk about it very much because it's as uh, it's unpleasant as heaven is pleasant. But it's also just as real. It's called hell. Oh. Yeah, it's not a very nice thought, is it? No, it, really
1: it isn't. Is. We did discuss this. How you live your life now will decide what happens to you in the
2: afterlife.
7: It certainly will.
2: Yeah. I guess that's why everyone's afraid of dying. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. me.
7: How about you, Scooter? Are you afraid of dying? Oh, I am today. You don't need to be. Oh, really? You see, Jesus has power over death. He proved it several times. Sure. In fact... He even raised from the dead himself.
1: Assuming for a moment that that's true, and Jesus was more powerful than death, those types of miracles simply don't happen anymore, do they? (laughs) She's right. Well,
7: if you mean uh, that we don't read about it in the papers every day, you're absolutely right. Yeah. But that doesn't mean Jesus isn't in control of everything, even death. Huh. So as Christians, we don't need to be afraid at all. Well, what do you mean? Why not? Well, let me see if I can think of a good way to explain this. Okay, imagine you get a, a nice, new, beautiful house, right?
2: Oh. Yeah, it's
7: got everything you ever wanted in it. Every oh, toy, shower. every shower, every game, every book. Ice
1: cream. Yeah,
7: <laughs> and you're perfectly safe there. We're always happy. Huh. It's the kind of place you never have to leave and you never want to. Oh. Okay. okay. All right, now. How do you get into the house?
6: I break through the window. Now, wait a minute.
7: Is this a riddle? Is there math involved? (laughs) No, no. What do you think, Liz? Uh,
1: Well, I guess I'd go through the door. Go through the door. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
7: Now, for a Christian, death is like passing through that door. Inside that door are... Rewards and wonders we can't even imagine. Wow. But we have to go through the door to get there.
2: Oh, Oh, I get it. When you put it like that, dying doesn't sound so scary.
7: If you're a Christian, it isn't. It's scarier for your friends and family who don't go through that door with you. Like
1: the way we're scared for Mr. Gladhand?
7: Exactly. But, uh, hey, you don't really need to be scared for Mr. Gladham. Why? See, See, he's a Christian. Yeah. If God is calling him to his new home, he'll be better off than he was before. Uh, wow. <laughs> not that I wouldn't miss him. He's a, he's a good friend. Yeah. So you're not afraid? Uh, for myself, no, not a bit.
2: Wow.
7: As I like to say, my bags are packed and my house is in order, upstairs and down.
2: Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> well,
7: it means that I'm ready to walk through that door. Wow. Y'all need to make sure that you're ready. I'm pretty sure Liz is. Yes, How about sir. the rest of you? Sure. Skink, what about uh, you?
6: Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure I'm buying all this. Uh, oh, hanging out with these goody two-shoes is giving me the creeps. Hey. I'm out of here. Bye, Skink. All right.
0: Spike? Well, I, I hate to say it, but uh, I kind of agree with Skink. Spike? Mm-hmm.
1: I, I, I have
0: to think about it. Okay. Know? Fair enough. How about you, Cammy?
1: I must admit, your arguments are intriguing, Grandpa hmm. Noli. Not entirely convincing, but intriguing. I certainly will consider what you've said.
7: Mm -hmm. I recommend that you do. That leaves you, Scooter. What do you think? Uh,
2: uh, I think think, um, I'd like to hear more. Yeah!
7: (laughs) And Liz and I would be delighted to tell you more, wouldn't we, Liz?
2: Absolutely, Grandpa.
1: (laughs)
4: Grandpa and Liz talked with Scooter for the next couple of hours, and though the little lizard didn't accept Jesus as his savior that day, the seeds were definitely planted deep. They were just finishing up their talk when Lucia walked in. Hi everyone.
7: Hey, oh, Lucia. hello, you. Hey, is, uh, everything all right? What's
3: wrong? Not really, Grandpa. I got some bad news, you guys.
7: <gasps>
2: oh. Is it about Mr. Gladhand?
3: Yeah, oh. he died, school. Oh, no. no! Yeah, your mom called my mom, and I told him I'd find you all and tell you. I'm so sorry, you guys. Yeah. We're all going to miss him, Grandpa, mm. especially you. You mm. were such
2: good friends for a long time. Yeah,
7: we were. And his passing really does make me sad. Oh. But he was ready to go.
2: Did he have his bags packed and his house in order like you? (laughs)
7: He sure did, Scooter. He was a Christian, and he's in heaven now. So we should be happy for him? Oh, absolutely. When someone dies, you often hear others say, he's in a better place. Yeah. (laughs) But Mr. Gladhand really is.
3: Wow. I suppose.
7: I have a feeling Mr. Gladhand isn't the only thing bothering you, though, Lucille.
3: Well, Yeah. It's about my Aunt Wilma. What about her? Well, she's going to Finistan as a missionary. Really? Oh,
7: and all this talk about death.
3: Yeah, it isn't exactly making me feel any better about her going. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not the safest part of the world right now. No,
7: but it is a place where we need missionaries. Yeah, Yeah. I know. I think what your aunt is doing is terrific. She's in God's hands no matter where she is.
3: I know, it's just... It's just I don't want her to go, that's all. I I don't want to say goodbye to her. It's
7: hard saying goodbye to someone you love, but Mm -hmm. you know you're going to see her again. Yeah. Yeah. And what she's doing is very, very important. Yeah, I know. You know, Mr. Gladhand became a Christian because of a missionary. (gasps) Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he oh. told me all about it.
1: Wait a second. I thought he grew up here in Taree. Well, he did.
7: He even went to church and Bible class. But he never accepted Jesus as his Savior.
3: Well, then, well, then but, what happened? Yeah.
7: Well, he was a professional boxer. <gasps> really? That's <laughs> Wow. Oh, yeah. cool. And one year, he went to a tournament on the other side of the world. Oh. And that's where he met a missionary who was able to talk to him about Jesus. Oh. And he became a believer. Wow. Now, because of one missionary who left home to tell others about Christ... Mr. Gladhand is in heaven right now.
2: Wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm.
7: Me neither. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Sure is. Well, what do you think, Lucille?
3: I think I'm gonna miss my Aunt Wilma very much. Sure. But I also think I need to let her know that I think it's great that she wants to be a missionary.
7: <laughs> Good for you, Lucille. Way to go. And also tell her you look forward to seeing her again real, real soon.
3: soon.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Saying goodbye to someone we care about is never fun. Whether they're moving away or passing away, there's no question that we'll miss them. For Christians, there's always that certainty, though, that we'll see them again. It's a great feeling to know that God is more powerful than death. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 54 says, Death has been swallowed up. It has lost the battle. What a comfort it is to know that if we love God and are one of His children, we have nothing to fear from death. Knowing that makes living so much more fun.